Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And uh, you ready for today's episode, Manny? Am I? I think we had some some long weekends, right? I had a very long weekend. <laughs> How was it? It was really good. I mean, it's been a while. I mean, the last time I went to Vegas was actually just quite a few months ago. But, you know, I don't... You don't really go to Vegas too often, so sometimes I don't even feel like it wasn't that long ago. I guess so. And uh, how was it now that it's, uh, well, we're not really post-COVID, but I guess tail end. I mean, it was still the same as last time I went. I went in October last year for my birthday. Okay, okay. So it just felt kind of the same, just a little bit more wild. A little bit more wild? More people out? Oh, definitely more people this time. Really? There was already a lot of people in October. But, I mean, people just want to get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure everybody's super frustrated now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Had so much food, mainly just dancing in the clubs and stuff at night and everything. But overall, I enjoyed it. Okay. Did they make you social distance in the club? <laughs> uh, They actually, the clubs that I went to, they were just like $75 charge for everybody. So even though before it was just like, Girls getting free, guys have to pay, but now it's just everyone has to pay. And that's pretty much just in and out uh, privileges and open bar all night and everybody gets their own table, basically. Okay, and I suppose that's part of the uh, helpful to keep everybody distance. <laughs> yeah, but no one was social distance. They didn't care. Oh, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, everybody gets their own table, but you can't tell them that they can't stand somewhere to dance or anything. Yeah, or tell everybody to disperse when they're trying to dance. The only time you, they would ever like management would ever give people shit is like if they're just walking around, and they see someone without their mask. Hey, put your mask on and everything. Okay, like, so they did have you guys wear masks. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's all right. I guess that's a little bit different, right? Yeah, but sometimes I, I feel like they just went a little bit overboard. Where Over- like we just pulled down our mask and we're like drinking. Next, you know, security goes, "Hey, put your mask." I was like, "I'm drinking." Oh, geez. Okay, so they were kind of. Really on it, in a yeah. sense, right? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, so... Uh, I would say I only had about four hours total sleep uh, this whole weekend. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's always fun. Yeah. Yeah, Vegas is a fun place. It's just the drive back. Yeah, you told me. How long did it take you to get back? I left at 11 a.m., and I didn't get home until 7 p.m. Jeez. Yeah, like I said, Vegas is fun. It's the drive back I hate the most. Yeah, that's excessive for sure. Out of all the times that I've gone to Vegas, there's been only one time where I actually made it home without dealing with traffic. Really? During yeah. the week? <laughs> no, still a Sunday. Really? Okay, yeah, that's, just a Sunday. That's lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a bad drive. <laughs> Fuck that. It always is, especially if you drive a manual. Yeah, you get used to it. <laughs> I know. I know. The, the interesting part, though, is that the drive to Vegas. I was constantly, like, hit on by other cars. Giggity, all right. And by hit on, uh, and by what, and specifically, 392s and Hellcats. Oh, okay. I thought you meant something else. <laughs> <laughs> hit on so I can, like, join, like, basically race them on the freeways okay i was like nah i ain't gonna deal with this shit and 
it it was not surprising, but it was really funny. Uh, Camaros and Mustangs, they actually just left me alone. They would pass me or they would just catch up to me, but no, nah, they wouldn't. Ju- they would just leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess they're a little bit not as insecure. I guess they're the Hondas of the muscle community. Ah. Uh. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just making. I'm just trying to make. Yeah, jokes. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's an interesting analogy because, yeah. you know, you kind of start looking at how the community's gone for the Charger and Challenger, and it, you know, yeah. it, it ain't pretty. <laughs> <laughs> that community did not grow very pretty at all. It did not. But I, in a sense, I've always equivalented the Civic to the Mustang. Mm, oh, that is true. Just because of abundance. Yeah. You know what I mean. In the JDM scene, the most common JDM car you're going to see is the Civic. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? In the muscle car scene, the most common car you're going to see is the Mustang. And I'm, well, to be honest, I'm kind of seeing it now the Challengers everywhere now more. Yeah, they are very popular, but but that's I think that's mostly because they haven't changed their design in over a decade now. Yeah, it, it pretty much is. No, it is. It's been well over 10 years. They have not changed their design at all. I mean, all they've done so far is just like wide body kits and everything, but yeah, it's and, not much, honestly. And you know, their 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 design is nice. It is really nice, but they did kind of take, a, I guess you can call it the BMW approach. Oh, the buck tooth? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I'm not really sure exactly what the approach is, but I, I call it the BMW pr- approach is just because if you take a 3 Series and an M3, mm-hmm. you know, or even an, even a, a 5 Series, the general body lines are the same. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The general style of the car is the same. The, the, the differences between the models are in the details. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not necessarily a bad thing, because obviously some of them look really, really nice. But unless you're in the know, it's kind of hard to differentiate them between each other. Mm-hmm. And and that's kind of what the Challenger's really done. They've stayed with the same body style forever now. And even between their trim models, it's very little minuscule details, you know? Okay. But yeah, I, I see what you mean. There There are kind of everywhere, but... They just didn't get a very great community behind them. They really did it. I mean, I was considering getting a Challenger, if you remember. Yeah. But like to like I said many times, to this day, I still don't regret my decision getting the Mustang. Very good, very good. I mean, it's more versatile. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll have more options to go any route you want. I can turn better. <laughs> and uh, and I mean, I don't know what it's been about like that Challenger Charger side. They've gone very, uh, I don't want to say ricey. It's more, I don't know, throw up glitter on their cars for like car meets and shows. Throw up glitter? Throw up, they're always in super colorful colors and have like little toys and stuff sitting on their cars. Oh. They're like okay. the minions. Yes, 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 <laughs> like yes, yes. The minions. It's okay, so now weird. I under, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I do agree. We go to car shows. There's just you just see these all these vibrant different challengers and chargers. It, it, I can understand what you mean now. Oh yeah, I think it was at a. I think it was at the Riverside Cars and Coffee, by the the J and M Speed. Oh yes, I went there and there was this crazy purple challenger with the little 
custom made hood prop that had the lettering and they had lights in their engine bay and underglow and all this stuff and their license plate said all go no show <laughs> oh wow I, I i i don't even know what to say anymore when i see that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah it, it, it's a weird community i think especially since they like to keep those bananas on especially yeah i yeah, they they did not uh, they did not glow up for sure. <laughs> I I still clown on them whenever I see them on the road. It's like take them off, please. <laughs> PSA for all the listeners: if you have a Challenger Charger, take off the bananas. I love when you see them all old. Oh yes. Did you see the picture I posted a while back when I saw one that had fell off? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was. I wanted to just take the other one off. It was bothering me. <laughs> They're only meant for shipping purposes, so I still don't understand why they keep them on. No idea. If anything, it's I, I blame the dealerships because they don't remove them. Yeah, I mean, I, I think after a while, I'm pretty sure the customers are like, nah, leave that on there. That's my first mod. <laughs> I mean, don't forget, we had, like, actually, the manufacturer in Dodge give a PSA to please take them off, that they're not meant to stay on. Yeah, I mean, I'm just glad they're not catching wind and flying off. You know what I mean? Mm, I see what you mean. I'm I'm sure that's probably what the PSA was, is that they're afraid they're going to leave them on, they're going to get old, loose. No, the, the, PSA, the PSA was more because Dodge was getting ridiculed for for having owners that keep them on. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny if they started shipping them all out black. Ooh. Yeah, big F you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all righty, Tony. I have a question for you. Okay. What's the most amount of money? If you had money. If you had money. Oh, because I don't. Thanks, Manny, for reminding me. Don't worry. I don't have money either. <laughs> all right. What's if up? Anything, I lost money in Vegas. Oof. So if money wasn't an issue... And it doesn't matter what car, what region, like JDM, American, EDM, all that stuff, or what generation of the car either, how much would you spend on a car? If I just had, you know, billionaire fuck you money? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, there would be a price tag. I wouldn't care. But what car would you buy, though? What car would I buy? Like, mm-hmm. You mean that's basically unobtainable for myself right now? Yeah. I'd buy a original GT40. Okay. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Now, the next question. Would you spend $20 million on a very old Volvo wagon? No. <laughs> so this was... And the reason why it was sold for $20 million was not even before the car. It was for the custom vanity plate from the 70s. Okay. The car is from New York, and a family was able to get a hold when they allowed custom vanity plates, and their custom vanity plate was New York. So you would have New York listed on top of the license plate, like every other state has their name, and the plate would be New York. So you would have New York, New York, basically. And that's what held its value at $20 million when it sold. That... It doesn't matter the car. It was just the plate. That's ridiculous. So, again, would you... Nope. <laughs> nope. I know damn well not. I wouldn't. Absolutely not. Well, it's funny. Yeah, like I said, the family's just held on to the car and the plate ever since. 
I mean, it was a good investment for them, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I got to start, you know, paying for the vanity plates that says Elon Musk or something. <laughs> What's funny is that when they took pictures of the car, they didn't even bother to wash it. I guess they already knew it was going to sell a crazy amount of money just for the vanity plate. That's insane. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that no, that's insane. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> Don't understand it. But uh, with that, Manny, well, actually, I did a little bit on the weekend. What'd you do? Well, besides work, um, I actually went to go see my first PSA trial. PSA? That's for the uh, dog training that I'm trying to go for, the second uh, hobby, I thought I it was the Parent Student Association. I was like, you're becoming a dad or what? Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, got, you, you bought two cars that are four doors now. Oh, well, I mean, technically one of them has a cage, so no, no, I'm no. either I, a family I, man I, or I, a I serial ne- killer. That, no, I never meant, I never thought about the Crown Vic. You got the wagon and the Type R. Oh, that's true. I just like hatchbacks. If I got, if I replace the uh, the Crown Vic, all the cars will be hatchbacks, basically, at this point. But uh, no, uh, you know, I've been try- trying to train my dog for, you know, see see what happens with this side of the hobby. Mm-hmm. And I got to go see a PSA trial for the first time. Okay. And oh, th- you had to say trial. Why? I got called in for jury duty. Oh, that's always fun. Yeah. <laughs> I did not like that when I came home from Vegas all happy and everything. Exhausted, but happy. And just to see a summons in the mail, I was like, God damn it. Well, it's never for sure. You still got to do the phone call, right? I know, yeah, I do. Yeah, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, I got to go see the trial this weekend and uh, kind of get a better idea of what it is I need, like kind of what level I need to get to. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> so you you were able to see what you could do about setting a benchmark for yourself then? I think more or less. Okay. You know, because I, you know, I try to do, you know, you try to read up on your own. And then it's different when you actually get to see it in person hmm. and see what they're doing for the actual, you know, titles, you know? Yeah. So getting to see it in person, I kind of got to see, okay, if I train for a level above what I want, I can clear the one below easy. That's kind of my mentality for it, you know what I mean? Because there's some things they'll let you get away with for, like, the first level. But I figure if I train beyond that from the very beginning, you know, don't even bother, you know, pretend that first level doesn't even exist and just kind of keep training for beyond there, then I can probably blow through the first one really quick. True. But, yeah, there's definitely some work I got to do for sure. Okay. But it definitely really cool to see. the They did, like, a, an obedience section. And then after the obedience section, they did the protection side. Yeah. And, um, you know, I I honestly wish I would have got the club's name, but big shout out to them. There was one club that brought out a rescue dog. Hmm. Little Pitbull. And it was uh, the number three scorer in that group. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was kind of insane, that little dog go, man. <laughs> Beat out a lot of very, very expensive dogs. <laughs> Like, it, it was super cool. <laughs> not bad, not bad. But yeah, super long day, though. Holy crap. It, it probably ended up being start to finish pretty close to what a track day would be, maybe longer. And they did. They were out there for three days. Fuck that, I was only out there once. 
Oh, nice. But it, it was cool to see. At least it kind of gives me more or less what I should be expecting. Kind of like what you did at the track mm-hmm. for NASA, I got to do f- with them over there. Okay. So I kind of just kind of watched and got to see how they competed, what they were looking for, what, what I need to get good at, you know? So hopefully next time I can get in. We'll see. Okay. With that, Manny, let's get into some headlines, man. We kind of drifted a little bit. Yeah, we did, actually. What do we got on the board? So you do remember that Sony was going to purchase Crunchyroll. Yes, because last week we talked about them uh, buying uh, the gaming one, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah, they're making some moves. (laughs) Yeah, they really are. Now... With his whole acquisition for Crunchyroll through Funimation, since Sony owns Funimation, and Sony with a clear clear roadmap of increasing their portfolio for anime streaming services and, all, and products that they provide and everything, their roadmap has now been hit with a roadblock. And a roadblock from the federal government. Of course, I mean... When these types of situations always happen, there's always antitrust laws going into effect and stuff. So U.S. government and Department of Justice, they want to enact some antitrust laws just to see how much it could possibly monopolize the anime streaming industry here in the U.S. I didn't know they cared so much. When it comes to monopolies, they do. It doesn't matter what industry. No, it's when it comes to donors, they do. <laughs> True. Think about the donations coming out of, like, you know, HBO, Hulu, or Netflix. You know what I mean? Remember, our politicians are cheap as fuck. I don't know if you remember. Uh, oh, now that you mention this. What? What if the whole battle with Amazon and Elizabeth Warren is just a cover up so Netflix just gets some push and leverage to stop Sony from buying Crunchyroll? No idea. I don't know. I'm just thinking of conspiracy theories now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I be I believe it was 2019. They were trying to work on a um, a free way from the federal government to file your taxes online. Oh, that's never gonna happen. Oh, you know why? There was a ten thousand dollar donation. And our politicians folded to the $10,000 from uh, TurboTax. Yes. I mean, <laughs> they, they've they literally paid their way to make sure. That yeah, that's the Ameri- lobbying. Man. Yeah. That's the lobbying. Basically, for Americans to actually pay for taxes and file their taxes. Well, it's an industry. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a full industry. So, I mean, in reality, reality, we don't even have to do our taxes because the IRS already knows. There's no point. So... Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They when they tried to create a free platform that's universal, it literally all it took was ten thousand dollars to buy off our politicians. Yep. So they're cheap, man. That's mm-hmm. probably the best investment you can ever do. <laughs> 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 but anyways, you were saying But no, but yeah, I'm just like making fun, just thinking of conspiracy theories like, oh, the Netflix showdown is just a cover up that getting donations to kit them with the roadblock and everything. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, so with this situation, it might actually kill the acquisition or it might just let it happen. So we'll have to see because it's interesting how you thought about it, how you said it right now, too. Um, But I would have never thought the government would have an interest in anime, especially. 
No, they don't. It's it's usually through lobbying or donations from other industries saying, "Hey, you can't let this happen," you know. Mm-hmm. And and that's just because, for me, you know, money in politics is kind of a big, big little hot ticket for me. So I'm always mm-hmm. kind of uh, at least trying to be informed enough to see what companies are paying who and for what. You know what I mean? Yeah. So at least you kind of know some more true intentions behind things. Yeah. I mean, Sony is already a very big, large corporation, just in general, honestly. And I'm kind of for it because it just would bring the whole situation more closer and more widespread towards worldwide, especially for anime. Instead of just having constantly so many other uh, companies giving their own streaming services and you just can't really watch them because you have to pay for the subscription. Yeah, that's what kind of sucks. One gets rights to one anime, but then the other one gets rights to these, or Netflix buys an exclusive rights to this one, so mm-hmm. you're ending up everywhere. But it's kind of like the nature of competition, you know? Yes. If somebody monopolized and just made one, it's great, it's convenient, but now you have this one company that corners the market, and that's, you know, it's economics. You corner the market, you raise the prices. No, definitely. So the fact that there's so many is the only reason they're subscription services are as cheap as they are Mm -hmm. as soon as they start monopolizing them and they're the only source for that prices will go up oh yeah definitely but i mean it'll be interesting to see how it goes i'm I'm hoping competition stays healthy but if this goes through it'd be nice to get funimation and crunchyroll kind of combined into one yes please because there's some there's some animes i want to see but crunchyroll took them off or or let's say like one Punch Man. It was season one is on Crunchyroll, but I can't watch season two. Oh shoot! Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where did I see it on? I can't even remember what platform I saw it on. And then, like another example is like uh, that candy anime, where it has that pr- uh, girl with purple hair, and it's like just like a little comedy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They like uh, they kind of introduce all the different snacks and in snacks and candies and stuff yeah, in Japan yeah. and stuff. Da- dagashi, D- uh, dagashi kashi, something like that. Yep, yep. And season two is only on Crunchyroll, but not season one. Okay, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it it is weird. So, uh, definitely like how you said, I want to see if this will bridge the gap for more titles on these services so we can watch them yeah shoot maybe maybe not so much a split anime at least complete exactly <laughs> right some of them yeah infinite straddles only second season is on there but not first season and i think netflix has that one probably uh, you think so? i haven't checked netflix in a while i want to say i saw it on might have been hulu mm-hmm. see see we have too many different <laughs> streaming stri- i think yeah. i saw it on one of those though but yeah no that'd be great to finally get these bridged over and not having to jump around so many platforms. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, let's keep an eye on that and see if we get any updates to what's going on, if there's going to be a blockage or just further delay on this. I just hope it actually goes through because now that we talked about like this whole possibility, I want it to happen. <laughs> I, I want complete titles, please. <laughs> Were you on the opposite end of the spectrum going into this? Uh, Not really. Not really? You still wanted it to happen I still this? want it to happen because I already had that mentality that I want complete titles. Okay. All right. Well, let's follow it and we'll get an update as soon as we hear anything. Mm-hmm. What else we got, Manny? So, 
believe it or not, Toys R Us might make a comeback. The the toy store. Yes. A comeback as a toy store or an online retailer now. Toy store, but from the article I read, it hasn't mentioned anything about online store. Really. Now, keep in mind, it's not going to be a big toy store, big toy store like how we've seen throughout the throughout the years of our childhood, especially. Yeah. So a New York-based brand management company called WHP Global, uh, they actually announced that since they've already have controlling interests towards Toys R Us and the parent company called uh, True Kids Inc. And so they want to basically open pop-up shops, small shops at like malls and airports, Maybe some flagships, mini stores, all this stuff, and just pretty much all throughout the North America region, and in hopes that it will build momentum and to be ready for this year's holiday season. Okay. So it could work out because it's not such a big; they don't have to worry about such huge space for renting, for rent and everything, land management, and all that stuff. They just have to focus on sales a little bit because it will be a little smaller store. I mean, who knows? I mean, you'll have some kids that just like want to have a toy so they can be occupied on, on an airplane. So it would be a good opportunity to see one at an airport, maybe. Yeah, okay. So they're still thinking multiple locations kind of Multiple thing. locations, but smaller venues this time. Okay. That'd be interesting to see. I, I thought they were going to do something like the, uh, I don't know if you heard of the last Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Or you've seen it? I think there's the last one in Oregon, correct? Yeah, it's in Oregon. Yeah. I thought there was just going to open up one and just be like, this is the last one. It's kind of like a museum. You can go there and shop, but it's more like, oh, man, there's still here. Yeah. <laughs> I know that uh, I was going through an article while uh, last week, actually, where they were talking about the last blockbuster and how they're trying to survive through the pandemic. <laughs> they were doing actual, like, sleepovers really yeah maybe uh, maybe i should have just made this a topic in general but and and actually pulled up the article but they were doing like airbnb (laughs) 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 like the nostalgic blockbuster theme you know and that's kind of how they were trying to tap into that kind of revenue system to just to keep their heads above water to keep that last blockbuster alive shit it's a video store if they have the adult section i'm pretty sure that will get it rented out quick (laughs) 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 well i just thought it was kind of like okay like they were really really trying to get creative to keep you know keep open (laughs) now the interesting part though is that toys r us completely died here in the north america region but not all of north america there is still other countries that were toys r us was still operational and still bringing about two billion dollars in revenue a year Really? Okay. So we still had like Canada, several parts of Asia, including Japan as well, and quite a few, close to a a thousand branded stores throughout 25 countries in the world right now, still in operation. Okay. So it's still alive. It's just that here in America, no. Yeah. Side note, I don't think I had been to a Toys R Us since I was like eight. I know I was young, but I just don't remember how young I was when I when I last went to one. Honestly, yeah, I don't think we ever went to one really. Mm-hmm. 
I know I've been inside of one before, <laughs> but never, never really been to one. Okay. Matter of fact, I think the last time I was actually inside of one was just for a a meeting. Mm. That was back way, way back in the day when I used to work uh, loss prevention for yeah. JCPenney. We would meet up with the other um, loss prevention people in the mall area and do a meeting. Did you ever get to tackle anybody? I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> multiple, multiple people. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a... Old, old LP stories <laughs> for another segment. Now, I, I remember I was at an AutoZone with our buddy Tommy and Omar. We were just going to get like some sort of some sort of car part for Tommy's car. I forgot what was it. It had to do something with his intake. But some lady just walked out, and I guess she shoplifted. And the employee's like, well, she already left. We can't really do anything. I was like, I don't work here. I can go tackle her if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> like no 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 please don't please don't it's like i'm just trying to help you guys there, there's actually a lot of different rules mm-hmm. and liability issues oh, yeah, and it, it's honestly it's, it's kind of crappy sometimes mm-hmm. especially depending on what company you work for because yeah it's it's not it's not as cut and dry as you would think there's mm-hmm. sometimes there's a lot of bs rules i guess uh, maybe not, we'll go too far into a tangent, but like for an example, I worked at the JCPenney in Ontario Mills. Mm-hmm. And one of the rules there was that I wasn't allowed to arrest anybody if I was by myself. What? Yep. So, it, and it's weird because other shops, they exclusively work their officers like solo you know what i mean Mm -hmm. other other retailers is like they're solo all the time and they always make their arrests that way yeah for us i guess it was something to do with you know jc penny's liability insurance or something you know that they didn't want us doing any arrests unless we had a second person so the only thing i was allowed to do when i'm by myself is recover the merchandise and bring it back hmm and sometimes it was so fucking frustrating. Because <laughs> kind of like with all things, you know, one, you kind of obviously do I care 100%. You know, it's a big company. They're going to live. You know what I mean? They account for shrinkage, you know. But uh, it was more that you kind of get competitive with other people. So, like, I was always competing with how many people we catch. <laughs> and it, it's... It was just super frustrating. If you catch a really blatant one, it's kind of like, fuck, you, this person needs to go. <laughs> and you can't. You just kind of got to cut them loose. Yeah. Really, really frustrating. Um, But kind of like you were trying to tackle the old lady, I think my first experience with something like that was uh, a lady that went full Grand Theft Auto. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It was actually... Really, really funny to me at the time. <laughs> this man. Well, she took it like I was gonna attack her or something, but she had a um, she had filled up her shopping bag with like, you know, a bunch of scrubs, a lot of nurses steal. Sorry if there's any nurses or you know any guys that are dating nurses. A lot of nurses fucking steal, man. <laughs> Isn't your wife a nurse? No. Well. She's an optician, so she wears scrubs, too. So maybe them, too. But a lot of them fucking steal, Manny. <laughs> and uh, she took a bunch of those. Um, she had, like, a couple electronic little 
BS electronics. They never really had anything too good. And she threw her jacket on top of the cart and tried to like walk out. <clears throat> and so I went to stop her and she she pulled some football moves, some toe to toes. <laughs> and she starts running and like one, we're really not allowed to chase her. Two, I wasn't gonna tackle the fucking lady. She was like it you know, late forties, probably fifties, you know. She didn't move very fast. <laughs> She ran to this old Saturn station wagon and peeled out of there. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> Not bad. But uh, obviously they caught her. There's a substation right there in the mall. So yeah. they caught her, but it was just really, really funny to see. It, it made me laugh. <laughs> okay, okay. But, you know, maybe we'll, we'll sprinkle in some other stories because I have some where... Uh, we caught a prostitute. That oh, was, you've told me about that. That was an interesting one. There was one where uh, an old lady tried to stab me with scissors. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, we caught a fake football fan. Um, well, he was like a cholo that I think just wore the Raider stuff for the swag. Yeah, it's just pretty much just all colors at that point. Well, he was stealing uh, San Diego Chargers gear while wearing Raiders gear. The hell? Oh yeah, dude. My my manager was like a big Raiders fan. It it was not pretty. It was <laughs> <laughs> he was mad. <laughs> but anyways, may, maybe we'll do some different segments with those later, and I'll sprinkle in some of the stories because I did it for like five years. I have a good list of stories from it. <laughs> okay, okay. But uh, yeah, far tangent. But what do we got next, Manny? Alrighty, so. We got an 8.6 or eight six delay? Yes. So we have the new platform coming out, right, mm-hmm. for the GT86. Uh, Toyota is actually going to delay their release until, I think, about 2022. 2022. So I guess they need more time at R&D, or what's going on? No. <laughs> You'd think so, right? You know, Well, you wouldn't think so because, obviously, it's between two companies. It's a collaboration car. Mm-hmm. So, the CEO of Toyota, um, he actually wants to make sure he differentiates the car further from the BRZ. Oh, there's okay. other there's other articles saying that he kind of made it seem more like he wants to make sure it's better. <laughs> I mean, when you see a when you see a BRZ or a, or an FRS or the eight six GT now. Um, out on the street, but without badges, like you really can't tell them apart, honestly. I mean, there are differences, and I know but that they're very subtle, though. Yeah, well, in uh, the the Subaru tried to be a little bit more premium. Yeah, I a mean, a little bit more comfort. A some little of the bit more some of the most noticeable differences that I've seen so far when it comes to those is like the front grille. That's about it. Yeah, and I'm sure maybe. Uh, Sergio or Moses, somebody who's a little bit deeper into the community could be... They might be throwing up their arms right now like, there's a fucking ton of differences. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, to our untrained eyes, not a whole lot to differentiate them right now. Mm-hmm. But apparently he's going to delay it until 2022 to further separate it from the BR. Okay. So I obviously because... The engine is Subaru. I really highly doubt it's going to be any kind of motor difference differences, you know? It might be maybe styling. Who knows? You know what I mean? 
I'm think I'm leaning more towards styling. They might do a different bumper or something going on, some different lines for it. Yeah. But we'll have to wait and see for that, I guess. But kind of kind of strange that he's gonna go ahead and delay it. Okay. So we'll we'll follow up on this one as we hear more about it. Next up, Manny. And next up we got the Nissan. Yes. So you know we saw those uh those production photos, right? Yeah, the first production photos. Yes. So this is supposed to be a big leak. So this is kind of unofficial leaked information. Ooh, who's in trouble now? I don't know. Nobody's in trouble. Just uh, it seems like a couple of these, uh, couple of these articles, they've tried to re- reach out to Nissan to confirm things, and they just stop responding. Ooh. So they, you know, they can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> that this information is accurate at this time. So what we found out was that it is locked in that they're getting a version of the 3.0 turbocharged motor, the from- VR. The VR30 from the Infinities. From the Infinities, okay. With 400 horsepower. Oh, okay. It nice. will not be called the 400Z. Why is that? Uh, They're just going to label it Nissan Z. I don't like it. <laughs> it just doesn't feel the same anymore this, at this time. I mean, it it's... We had the 240, we had the 280Z, yeah, the 300Z, the 350, 370. I think they might be taking a page from kind of like the movie sequels. You know when they start going, like they number them, and then all of a sudden they just go, just the whatever, you know what I mean? Nah. They just start dropping the numbers, you know? Nah, that's stupid. Well, that seems to be the information that's out at the time. They fucking up. <laughs> well, we'll produce our own 400 badges and just like... Put it out there. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people will. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, absolutely, they will. Because they want to see that 400 because everybody was has been expecting the new Z. Yep. Now, no Nismo edition confirmed yet. I, I think it's too early if they come out with an Nismo edition. Yeah, yeah. But the what they're going to have is the, uh, the Type S and the Type T. No relation to the Acura. Hmm. So, basically, that's going to be their standard and, I guess, their upgraded package. The track package or whatever. Well, the Type the type T is, looks like it's going to be basically uh, interior amenities. That's going to be like their luxury package. Wait, which is almost every package, honestly. What do you mean? Like the Toyota TRDs. Like, they, they, they're not really anything performance or anything. It's just interior. Yeah, touring package, trims, you yeah. know, it, it's just to kind of make it look a little bit more appealing, you know? Yeah. Uh, the base models, right? So the base model Z is going to come with uh, um, Akebono brakes, the floating discs, the Ooh. floating gallopers, which is okay. actually pretty cool to hear. Like, they're not going to put some just traditionals on there, you know? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Uh, the Type S is going to be the... Obviously, the fun one, right? Yes. So the Type S is going to get a Brembo package. It's going to have uh, uh, thicker sway bars, uh, cooling package, and you know some other more track focused goodies. Okay. So that's going to be that's going to be the one to watch out for. So I don't know how I feel about the new naming convention for, <laughs> but like I said, so far this car. 
I'm really hoping it performs because it, it kind of makes me a little excited, to be honest. Definitely, especially since it's a manual. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Now, the biggest news of this is the car's price. Oh, yeah, I did hear about that. It was going to be like what, 34 349 is going to be the starting price for it. That actually puts it cheaper than the Type R. I know it's not directly competitive yeah, with it because it's a front wheel drive, like a different car, but. I mean, the Supra can't compare because it's not a manual. <laughs> well, the Supra is its, you know, actual rival. That's yeah. probably its direct rival side to side comparisons, you know? So that puts it well underneath the price of the six cylinder Supra, right? Mm hmm. So, shoot, man, I can't wait to see these things go now. <laughs> Uh, so it seems like the package of the Type S and the Type T are going to be around $5,000 additional each. Okay. So if you're looking like fully loaded, uh, so fully loaded, you're going to look around $45. Wait, so what are we looking at on the Supra then on price? I forgot. The Supra, I believe the six-cylinder starts closer to 42 Was it 42 I, I Honestly, I can't remember. Well... Let's be a producer real quick. <laughs> Excuse me. So yeah, the the four cylinder starts at forty two. I always forgot they did a four cylinder. Yeah, so the that that's where I got my or forty three. I'm sorry. So that's actually the starting price for the four cylinder. Okay, what about the f- six cylinder then? That's starting up at the fifties. Ooh, yeah. No, so yeah. you're you know there, Nissan's already undercutting them by a significant amount. Yeah, they are. And if it, and I'm sure the way they, they've done past cars, it's probably going to be competitive out there with it. Definitely. I'm excited. This is probably going to be a super killer. So, like I said, all this information is unconfirmed. It's, you know, it's actually just leaks coming out. And Nissan has not confirmed any of this. But I'm excited. <laughs> This this might be a really really great you know comeback for this car. Why should they just up the price just because it got leaked? Well, you know you never know how dealers might respond to. True. If it gets uh, it's popular just, enough, you know what I mean. It's, it's just always funny when like the main uh, the main company always retaliates when something gets leaked. Like Nintendo, for instance, they were actually doing a live action series through Netflix for Legend of Zelda. Okay. And once it got leaked, they scrapped the entire show. Yeah, but Nintendo's always been really weird with I their know, stuff, I know. man. Like, but it, it's still funny to me, and yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's funny when it's seeing these companies retaliate and shit. Yeah, no, Nintendo's always been really, really funny with their stuff, man. They, it's they're just, they're it, a little bit dramatic. Uh, <laughs> another issue was that is that how funny it was how the community reacted when they got when they found out that it got scrapped because it was leaked. Oh, I'm sure they were pissed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Nintendo's always been really weird with their stuff. I mean, it'd be it'd be interesting just to do one of the bonus episodes on them and just all their their weird, weird stuff going on. Like the whole uh, the whole stuff that happened with Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Mm. Sega versus Nintendo going into a, a Congress and pointing the finger at each other. <laughs> Where Sega still to this day believes Nintendo's the one that went snitching, <laughs> or like how uh, I think uh, if I'm correct, it was Nintendo, but 
They're not allowing uh, Melee to... No, was that Nintendo? Or was it the game studio that made Smash? One of the two. But they, they're trying to prohibit the S S Super Smash Bros. Melee games from being played at tournaments because it's an old game. And they only want the new game, the new Smash 4 Ultimate, being played. Okay. That's greedy, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They want to make sure it's marketed so people are buying it. Mm -hmm. Makes sense from a business side, I guess. Yeah. If a little bit, you know, uh, petty. <laughs> for, I think that's probably the best word for it at that point. Mm -hmm. All right, Manny, what else we got? And then, I mean, we kind of already know about this, but is there an update on the shutdown for Autocross or Auto Club? Oh, no. Wait. Oh, I read that wrong. I thought you were talking about Auto Club. Oh, yeah, sorry. I, I write subjects on the board, and I just have Manny read them out. <laughs> yeah, I kind of read that wrong right now. So yeah, so this is a separate incident. Okay. So uh, I'm, in a, I'm in a couple, like, uh, track groups, basically. Mm -hmm. And this one is a specific one just for, like, Mustangs. But they somebody posted about an autocross, autocross event that they had. Um, I believe this was Utah. That's kind of weird, but okay. Why is it weird? Because <laughs> to me, Utah is always calm and shit. They don't do any stupid shit or crazy shit. Well, it's an autocross event. How crazy is it really? You know what I mean? You can't buy beer in Utah. Well, that's just because of Mormons. I know. It's like a that's Mormon city over there or state. It's, you know, I can do an episode on them too. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really crazy one. Yes, and it is Utah. Uh, so this is a uh, an event with um. I guess it was like the Porsche Club, okay, and they rented out the parking lot for a mall, permission from the owners, all everything legit. This is official sanctioned event to run an autocross event, and apparently there was a Karen that called the police for reckless driving and racing. Oh, Karen, Karen, Karen. Yes. So this is in uh, uh, Provo City. So uh, Provo City PD came to respond, saw the event going down. The organizer showed them like, hey, you know, yeah, we we rented this for the day. This is from the mall owners. That we you know we got permission to be here and blah, blah, blah. So the cops went through the paperwork and then shut them down. What? Yep. They gave him. Did a, that Karen like suck their dick or something or what? So apparently they showed up once and they threatened exhibition tickets. If any tires made a screeching sound or they broke loose on the pavement in any way. Wow. Yeah. So after threatening that and like, you know, the organizers telling them like, look, we got permission to be here. We've been here before. This is, you know, autocross. They're going to push these cars within the safety of these of this area. Yeah. And, you know, tires are going to squeal here and there. They might break loose the rear end a little bit here and there. That's kind of the nature of this and why they set it up in this safe, safe and organized manner. Yeah. So the police just shut down the event. Wow. Yeah. So that is... That is where we're going <laughs> with everything. And it's just, man, dude, like, uh, I can only imagine if 
you know, let's say it was your first time out trying to just get some seat time going, you know? Mm-hmm. Your first time out at an autocross event, they just shut it down, dude. Given I don't really want to do autocross events anymore, but that's just got to be the shittiest day ever. And I don't even know how how like they can even uh hopefully they all get their money refunded, but you know, that's unforeseen. <laughs> it is. It is. I mean, especially since it's a private, it's on private property at that point, too. So I did look into that, and in that state, they're allowed to issue citations on private property. Really? Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, that sucks, right? Don't want to be in Utah. Can't mm-hmm. buy beer, can't do shit. No, 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 no. That's That really sucks. So I was kind of shocked that that you know that they're allowed to do tickets like that on private property, and they are. So they shut down the whole autocross event for that. <laughs> Imagine if they actually shut down an actual track, not just like a parking lot. Well, you got to remember that's kind of the issue. That's kind of the 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 or not the issue, the pattern, mm-hmm. right? These racetracks get built somewhere, and then people flock to these racetracks, right? The economy surrounding, you know, businesses surrounding the track start getting money. They start building houses around there. As the community grows, the city economy grows, and then they start complaining about the noise or the traffic or whatever, and then the racetrack shuts down and they got to move out further. Kind of like what happened in Texas. In Texas. I think it was Texas. But there was a town that had a, like a tradition where they would always do like these classic car and lowrider shows and everything. And apparently a brand new couple to the to the community moved in and complained and is having it, trying to get it shut down for noise complaints and everything. They're basically trying to be a Karen to the community just because they want to monopolize on it and basically blame the blame these events as toxic masculinity. Wait, but what are they monopolizing? No, I don't, I don't know. I'm just trying to like I in my uh, what it looks like is that they don't want it to happen. Like oh. they want to take control. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. And have it not happen because it's 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 too much noise for them. And that it's just basically a symbol of toxic masculinity. What is the car? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> having these lowrider classic car shows and everything. All that stuff. Jeez. Oh, this is in Texas? Yeah, I'm going to look it up real quick just to be sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I could kind of see maybe the stereotype behind like, oh, you know, car stuff is for guys, but I don't see where the toxicity really comes from. Yeah, this was in Austin. Okay, in Austin, Texas. Yeah. So the headline was like, display of toxic masculinity, new residents in Austin called cops on noisy car club. Wow. And they've been doing this for years. Like, the town actually enjoys it. That's the thing. I mean, who doesn't enjoy, like, little car shows and car meets with classic cars and everything? Yeah. If it has too many lowriders, though, I usually tend to want to (laughs) leave. I I do agree with that. There is some bad apples because of those types of cars and the community involved. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like when you pull up to a, a car meet and there's a ton of VQs. (laughs) <laughs> you you gotta back away. 
If there's too many Mustangs, I, honestly, if there's too many Mustangs, uh, sometimes you gotta be like, mm, I gotta back away from this one yes. too. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but I, I think what I laughed at the most was the VQ part. Why? <laughs> Just because of the people we know. No, there's you know, there's certain. Uh, I don't know if it's just groupthink when they get together, but man, if I see too many lowriders in one area, I'm kind of like, eh, it's time to go. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there's that. They have that. Uh, every Friday, they have that car me by my house. Oh, yeah. You've told me about it a few yeah, times. Yeah. I went there a few times. I take the dog and I'll, you know, practice getting him used to people in cars and loud noises, you know? And then scare the people because you have a dog that resembles something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that was on the lowrider side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they actually have a pretty large, uh, I guess, community of like lowriders that show up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw the video I posted from the last time I went. Somebody trailered their, their car in. Yes, I did see that. So it's so weird because so many of them show up. Like once they start, once the night gets later, a ton of them start showing up. That's normally when I take off. But. Hey, man, they're kind of segregated. So on one side, you kind of have low riders, but it's mostly like black guys smoking a ton of weed, you know, playing hip hop. Then on the other side, mind you, they're basically all, you know, older Impalas, Monte Carlos, like the same style, same cars, but they just completely separate from each other. And you got the guys that still think it's the 50s wearing the crease dickies and shit. <laughs> oh, shit. And obviously that's like the cholo side, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it, it's kind of weird, but they start going. I'm like, man, one of these time, one of these days these guys are going to clash. I better leave. <laughs> but is it just strictly lowriders or do you, see, do you actually see like classics as well? No, it's a nice mix. Nice mix. That's okay. why when I go, I do like to go there early before most of the... You know the hood comes out because there's usually a really good mix. You'll in when you get there early. There's usually some older guys that might be more vet that I know that doesn't really look like they're about that life no more, but mm-hmm. they just still love the cars, you know. And then you'll see some classic cars like some actual shoe boxes or some old trucks. You know what I mean? Some older Mustangs, like just legitimate, just older classics, some Model Ts. You know, I'd be down to take the El Camino. Okay, yeah, we just got to be there early. <laughs> yes. Now the question is, how early? Because um, it is still a weekday. Usually around 6. Oh, okay, okay. Usually about 6, you'll see the old timer setting up to sit next to their car for a couple hours and then leave by like 8.30 or 8. Yeah. You know? But they'll have that kind of mix going. Then you'll see like muscle cars there. You'll see JDM. On a, honestly, probably the smaller scale. Not really any Euro, to be honest, at mm-hmm. all. But you, it's usually a pretty good mix for the first couple hours. And okay. Then, then it just, man, the community's deep out here with the lowrider scene, so they usually take over after around 8.30 or so. Okay. But it, it's a nice mix, so it's actually pretty cool to see them and then see different cars that show up. But, uh, yeah, the, the I guess really depending on the community that's really going out there, maybe there is some noise, legitimate complaints <laughs> <laughs> uh what else you got manny so this one was actually interesting uh now that we have attack on titan finishing up they just uh aired their last episode for the final season yesterday sunday yeah 
But the rumor was that we're expecting a movie after the last episode of the fi- uh, of this season to finish off the remaining chapters. Yeah, I think you talked about that a few episodes back. Mm-hmm. However, I watched the episode yesterday since it aired yesterday. Yeah. And at the very end, there was a preview. So that means we're still getting more episodes. Okay. However, right. this was the season finale for the first half of the final season. Got it. So we are getting a part two of the final season. And I think it was in the summer. I'd have to re- recheck on oh, that. Oh, wow. They're putting a gap on it. Um, it's actually becoming a trend with these animes that they're doing parts of just one season now. And it all started because of COVID. Yeah. Lots okay. of animes in COVID had to stop midway into the season. And then later on, they'll uh, re... Or not re, I mean, um, actually continue it off uh, within like a few months after. Just I, get, I think that's just like more to keep up with production because of COVID restrictions. Okay. But... Even with COVID getting a little bit better, especially in Japan, it kind of seems like it's becoming more of a trend now. Got it. Okay, so they made some adjust um, adjustments, and it looks like they might be keeping them. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to be seeing the rest of the anime through episodes and not in a movie. Black Clover, though, I kind of called it a little bit, but that will be getting a movie after the final episode aired today, I think. I think it was today. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm correct, it was every Monday that it was aired. But it has now been confirmed a movie will be for the remaining of the series. All right, cool. And I think next or tomorrow we'll be getting mid-season finale for Slime Anime as well. Nice. All right. And quite a few other animes and stuff. Um, Some of them I can't really... Remember how to pronounce the titles, but I know that I've been enjoying watching them. Uh, one that I actually got this chance to start watching was uh, "So uh, So I'm a Spider, So What." Man, these long fucking titles. <laughs> it's been fairly interesting so far. I'm still midway into just the first half of this season, but I've been enjoying it so far. But yeah, okay, cool, very nice. Well, does that uh finish us off? No. So now that we now that I t- talked a little bit about Attack on Titan, what was interesting though was that Attack on Titan actually did a collaboration with Mercedes Benz. A collaboration. Yes. Okay. How so? So I guess they're. It looks like they're gonna do like a pop up shop, featuring a new Mercedes with a Titan wrap on like the car for display. So they're getting a Natasha. An Natasha, but like more like a manga bomb. Really? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, so it's gonna it's gonna be like an Attack on Titan theme rap with like uh complete images from the creator's works and everything and like and like certain scenes and stuff and certain how characters are in the manga and everything. Not from the animation, but from the manga and everything. Yeah. So this is actually gonna be a collaboration with an a joint expedition. Which will actually be in held at three Mercedes-Benz locations in Japan. Tokyo and Osaka. And it doesn't look like they mentioned anything about the third location. Or if maybe that's just two locations in Japan in Tokyo, since Tokyo's a pretty big location. Yeah. And Osaka's just out there, but it's still famous. 
And this will actually, well, actually, it just started. And it will, it started this actually this Saturday, so March 27th. And it will continue all until April 25th. Interesting. Send me some photos of that. We'll put it on the account. And with the displays and everything, they're going to have like a life-sized cutout or figure. I still haven't seen anything about how they're going to do it of Aaron. And I think just like a space for a person if they want to like pose with the car in the in the photo <laughs> of Aaron and everything. Okay. And of course, um, like some pop-up restaurants for the event and everything, like with some themed food items that we've seen in the anime and stuff. And some other goodies like patches and stuff like potatoes, potatoes, <laughs> <laughs> some patches like for like the the different emblems in the military. Yeah, the scouts, the military police, the garrison, and all that stuff. So I would have never expected Mercedes to collab with anime. I would expect it like more for like Toyota, Mitsubishi. That was kind of gonna be Honda. my question yeah. to you. Like, yeah. what made them choose Mercedes? I mean, Mercedes is still kind of like. Up there in price, especially in like Japan. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. And I'm actually going to read off uh, a direct quote from this article, which I thought was really funny. But uh, if anybody's interested, they can look it up on Crunchyroll News. But this is the very first line. It says, on that day, humanity received a grim reminder that most people can't afford to throw down on a brand new Mercedes Benz. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are they throwing shade? I... I don't really know. <laughs> it, to me, it just feels like they're trying to throw shade at people that they can't afford a brand new Mercedes. I guess. I guess. Unless That's kind of clever, uh, though. Unless you have an OnlyFans, but yes. <laughs> What's stopping you, Manny? I, I don't know. I've had people tell me to make an OnlyFans just so I can actually get a girlfriend. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's how it works, Manny. I don't even know how that works either. All right. Okay. <laughs> It's it's sad boy hours now for me right now. I'm glad you're getting sound advice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm assuming whoever's giving you this amazing advice is just just swimming in the ladies, right? It's Scott. <laughs> Our white boy Scott. Yeah, yeah. That was him. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'd take that advice. <laughs> But all right, all right. Well, I'm I don't know, I'm curious. The good smile racing, does that have anything to do with uh actual Mercedes? Since they do the stuff that with That is Miku? true. I did not think about that. Because good smile racing is like with like their cars are Mercedes. Yep. So I never thought about that till right now, so till you just mentioned it. Homework, Manny, let's look into it. However, that's a racing league. This is just like commuter cars. So I don't know if there's actually a direct correlation just besides the brand. That's it. Well, maybe something we can look into. Mm -hmm. That's homework. <laughs> yeah, they didn't give too much information, more of what brought them about this collaboration. But it is still very interesting. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely. All right, Manny. Well, uh, with that, let's call this an episode. Okay. Why don't you tell the people where they can find us? Yeah, you can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website at unacceptedpod.com. And be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review wherever you're getting this podcast. I recently found out subscribe. Apparently that counts more than anything else. Huh. Yeah. So if you have like an iTunes account or Apple podcast, whatever, 
subscribe even if you don't listen just subscribe and leave it alone <laughs> it helps out <laughs> apparently more so than uh than anything else i didn't know that definitely uh but with that you guys can uh email us if you got any questions one day we'll bring back the unaccepted rev we'll see but uh you can send that to unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com and we'll see everybody next wednesday and subscribe to my only fans <laughs>